let's get started. I'm Joe. And I'm Brian. And we are Where is the Rulebook? We're going to bring you a weekly board game walkthrough for your lunch break or daily commute. And for today's game, we're going to not talk about a game. We're going to talk about a whole lot of games. We're not going to look for the rulebook either. It's going to be really strange. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to our holiday special. <laughs> Joe and I, we both celebrate Christmas, uh, but happy holidays for everyone out there. Uh, this is going to be the week between Christmas and New Year's. Just generally wanted to talk about just a bunch of games. Some that we have talked about, some that we probably will talk about in the future, but just kind of a, a chat, a yeah. fireside chat, if you will. <laughs> nice unscripted conversation between two friends about yes. board games. I would say we don't we have a pretty decent script usually. I think we go through and we have a pretty book part we do. Yeah. And we sum, we we summarize. We summarize the words that we type. <laughs> this time we have nothing other than I posed a handful of questions and we both just answered them and that was it. So I think I'm excited to see where this goes. It creates a little bit of a uh uh, a format. I wanted to pose <laughs> the question, so I never wanted to ask one and then like, have you not think of one quick enough or have us only think of the exact same one? Yeah, I'm sure we're going to have doubles because like everyone that listens to this knows we played together more than we play separate. Yeah. But I think there's going to be a lot of differences in throughout here. We're going to talk about games that Joe and I grab when we know we're going to go and play games. We're going to talk about small games that we grab just in case we play games that night because we don't want to do you know whatever else might be on the agenda and we hope that games happen so we're going to talk about those we're going to talk about the games that we find ourselves thinking about or dreaming about when i mentioned that question i decided to rename it but not tell joe so these are the hall pass games as my <laughs> wife said the games that i'm thinking about when i'm not thinking about what we're making for dinner with her and then upcoming games and any new games that we do have that we haven't played yet that we're excited for i think we just get started sure so we'll talk about games that we bring when we're going to play games i mean i i can i can start this one off because it also depends on the crowd right if i'm playing That's with true. you if i'm playing with friends uh from like my childhood there are different games for instance with our group of people up here I know that if we're coming to a game night, I am bringing like Wingspan, uh, Castles of Mad King Ludwig. Love those games. Yeah. Wingspan's new to our, our you know, our sadly, collection. sadly new to our collection. But as you've heard in the podcast, like we're infatuated with it. Yeah. <laughs> and Mad Kings is top tier. Amazing. Such a good game. I didn't now to cut not not to cut ahead, but I, I didn't put it on my list of new games I'm excited for. But I have a problem with Kickstarter. Ah, yes, you Kickstarter. I'm actually excited for your Kickstarter because sadly, Mad Kings is probably my favorite game that I've ever played, and I think you would it's it's up there too. Would find that to be true for you. I don't own it. Really? Wait. Yeah, I don't own it. I only own it. Yeah. Do I only? Is it always me who brings it? Well, so I had another friend who owned it. Because when we used to play games all together, we did the same thing. Like, he bought some, I bought some. Yeah, yeah. And then I went back and bought some of the ones back because we don't play with him quite as often as we used to. But Mad Kings is one that he used to own that I never purchased because he had it. And now you have it, so I don't have it. <laughs> but because you have a problem with Kickstarter, you bought it 
again. I did. On Kickstarter <laughs> with nothing different other than it looks amazing. Okay, the art is pretty like just looks amazing legit. <laughs> it looks really nice so i'm gonna benefit because i'm gonna buy your other one from you and then i will end up having it and i'll have the sweet collectors yes and then we will continue to only play yours because <laughs> it looks better but it will be on my shelf they just uh they just released some like uh like new prototypes of what the some of the foyers look like oh, and okay. stuff and they're actual miniatures now yeah. not just like little squares and Oh, the art is beautiful. They've they've changed everything. The rules are all the same. Yep. It just and it has the expansion yeah. included, but it has like moats and secret passageways and it just looks so good. Such a good Kickstarter. It's a great like, Kickstarter. They could have made a new game, but like they're like, why? This like you can't match the perfection. It's already perfect. Yeah. Let's just make it look even better. When I first saw it, I was I was like kind of skeptical. I was like, I own it. I like I don't need it. But as they kept like hitting new stretch goals and like showing all the new things they're gonna make, I was like, oh my gosh, I need this. <laughs> yeah, and I, so far I think my list kind of is the same. And I think we'll break it up into a smaller group of people and then a larger group. Okay. So Wingspan, Mad Kings, under five players. Yeah. I think I think Mad Kings can play with six, maybe. Mm. No, four. Is it four max? I think it's four max. I don't remember. Because it's, yeah, because it has. But it's definitely not a big party game. Because it has like the Harry Potter houses almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do just pretty much look like that. But so yeah, um, I, I forget if you mentioned any other ones other than those two. Some of the ones that are more popular that I bring would be Zombie Side or uh, Blood Rage. Both are really solid games. Blood Rage is such a solid game. And literally should win an award for the worst named board game ever if it wasn't called blood rage and it's something better like valhalla i think it would have sold i think it'd be on every, everyone's shelf if it wasn't called blood rage uh, it's not that it's unpopular it's top and like if you go to like board game geek it's up there yeah it is it just the name is terrible i just think that like for the general public <laughs> it probably looked better and then uh, Pokemon Master Trainer for my friends uh, down state in the old. Yeah. Because uh played that when I was 10, and I play it now. <laughs> and I will tell you what, if I had to pick the top tier, most cutthroat, make your friends angry game in the entire world, it's that. And it's a blast every time. I don't think I've ever played that. You will hate everyone. <laughs> Generally do. So perfect. It's a lot of like... <laughs> The game is so good, but it's a lot of like forcing things. Okay. You force battle people. You force trade. I'll take your. I thing. like that you're like shoving your shoulder towards me at this Cause, point because you're forcing it. Because you're forcing <laughs> it. It's like you do it. it. There's just so many just like like cutting off people and gosh, that game will turn friends into enemies. <laughs> What about you, though? Any other ones? So I know one that you just recently purchased that I have liked for a little while is Cartographers. Yep. Um, that I pretty much bring with me whenever I'm going to play games. And a few of these I had in the same category. That's something we'll talk about in a little bit. But my wife and I both love Quicks, which is just a super easy dice rolling game. And then if we're going to play games, uh, Hanabi and The Mind, both are on my list for sure. I actually thought that you could play both those with more than five people when I was making my list, and I looked, and you can't. We played the mind with like 
seven. Yeah. You're not supposed to, and I guess it does make it easier because then more cards are out. I think it'd make it harder. Well, you have more cards in your hand oh, in future guess. rounds. Yeah. But yeah, those, both those games are solid. They're fun for beginners or they're fun for, you know, yeah. Quicks, The Mine, Hanabi might be more of a board game starting game for us. Like, kind of like, I think you talked about Forbidden Island recently being a game that you will play first. Yeah. Something like that. Because it's a fairly quick game. Hanabi's the fireworks one, right? Yep. The yeah. fireworks one where everyone will cheat because it's just the rules are so simple, but so hard at the same time. I think I remember you telling me that. We've only played it like once or twice. And usually it's like when we're camping. Yeah. It's a super small game. It's really easy. But you hold your cards face out. And you can tell them one thing about their cards, so either color or number, but you have to tell them everything about. So it's like you have three blue cards and you show you point to the what three blue cards they are. So you can't just be like, oh, you have a five. You have to be like, oh, you have two fives and you don't know what the fives are. Oh, gosh. But what happens is people forget that they have to tell them about everything and they get excited. Like, I have you have a green card telling him that that's the next card to play but really they have two green cards or whatever so that those always cheating i think i think i actually think in the rule book it says like if you scored the expert level which i don't remember the number it's like you've probably cheated <laughs> i don't think we've beaten it no oh god no <laughs> i was gonna say i'm trying to remember but i remember being it really hard yeah i don't yeah I, we've usually clear a few colors i've never played with a six color i think there's a six that's like a rainbow one never even put that into the game because it's so hard already <laughs> but it's such a fun game and they're both that same concept with the mind and hanabi they're both pretty simple but just really difficult at the same time i love the mind yeah you always you always get really frustrated though when i play because uh i don't think you understand <laughs> the game <laughs> how are there not any tens and again we usually are camping and so <laughs> there's maybe something to drink usually happening also but yeah, it just that game is so fun. Those both were games that we I think we randomly no Hanabi I learned from a friend. You they randomly had, got the mine. Uh, yeah, my wife randomly bought me the mine when she was vacationing up in the UP and went to a board game store without me and brought me back games and stickers, which is like the greatest thing ever. It's crazy. Two of my favorite things. <laughs> uh, so what about any? So we like he's like we said we have sometimes a bigger group. Not often. We don't have friends. Let's not fool each other. It's, it's happened like twice. <laughs> Is there any games that you would play with a, a group of people more than four? Yeah. I mean, there's some that you obviously hear, which are not always my favorite, but I'll play them like Cards Against Humanity. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Resistance, Werewolf. They're all games that, you know, Coop. people people play. I, I don't want to put Coop in that because I like Coop. I put Coop in my games. I like because you like it. <laughs> those games I don't super enjoy, but those little games that you know you could play with larger people. Yeah. Uh, instead of playing some of those social deduction games, I love Deception, Murder in Hong Kong. It's so fun. It's like a adult version of Clue, almost. I love Captain Sonar, which is an adult version of Battleship and amazing. But you have to have eight players, or else the game isn't that more fun. And I think we talked about that game later in season one. But it's such a good game if you have the right number of players. I like Mysterium a lot. And you can play with seven. And I think that's actually I bought that going to a game party where I knew there were seven of us there. And I went to the store first and said, oh, this game can play with seven. I'm going to buy it and play it. And it was so much fun. That brings up an interesting uh, story. So 
for our podcast, Music Mysterium. Before that, we we played together and had a lot of fun, did our podcast, and I loved it so much, I went out and bought like all the expansions because they just add except for like the newest one which i thought was more cards but it's just like another game i was bummed to find out it wasn't more i was really upset actually i'll probably still get it i wonder if you could just use it i don't know yeah i don't know but the uh the expansions like some of them have a, add a gimmick i don't play with the gimmick i just use it to get more people and more weapons yeah. and just more like visions and then uh the, my point of my story is I had a friend gathering. We do this every year around uh, the winter time. And there's six of us. I'm not invited to the friend gathering. No, this, this is this is like friends I've known for 20 years. But not good enough friends. No. <laughs> if the, you have to hit a decade first. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we were playing and we played a game and I was the ghost like every time because it's if you know the that's game, that's your favorite part. You, you, we talked about that. I think you, you I, like. I being, love being the my ghost. My wife too. loves being the ghost, so she's always the ghost in our group. And uh, they loved it. They loved it so much. We played it four times during like a three-day span. That's crazy. And <laughs> they loved it so much. When I left, two of them t uh, sent me a, a Snapchat saying that they bought. They showed me they bought it, and I was like, "That's awesome, though." Yeah, because I, I I like that they liked it so much that they bought it. It's a really good game. Yeah, and I mean I like that they, that many people can play. You can play with less. So if you only have three or four, you yeah. can play it. But yeah, and I think uh, I think of a really easy a game starter for me is a game called Poo. <laughs> uh, you literally are monkeys chucking poop at each other, uh, but it's like a fifteen to twenty minute game, so it's a good just like starting game, and it, it can work with bigger groups of people. I don't want to say all of the big games i want i think you probably hope maybe have some uh i don't think you have some of the mine uh so i did put coop i do like that game I, coop is way better than resistance i think but i don't think it's as popular no uh but i also have it because i have a, a really good friend who loves it okay so he pretty much demands i bring it but he's too cheap to buy it himself like a 25 it's really cheap yeah i don't even think it's 25 i got it for like 12 dollars yeah <laughs> Uh, but two games that I bring almost all the time is uh, Cheaty Mages. Uh, I, I was going to put that on my list. I love that game. I actually, I think you and another one of our friends showed it to yeah. me. I just recently bought it, but it's a it was a random purchase, a $10 purchase that my friends and I did in like a game store. And now we pretty much always play it. Yeah. And we played it and it, it's just, it's hard to explain that game. You're just a bunch of mages, and there's an arena of monsters fighting. Yeah. But you're all casting spells to make the monster you're betting on win. It's, it, it's just so weird. It's such a weird concept, but they did a really good. It's so much fun. If you haven't, it's discontinued, so it's kind of hard to find now. Uh, I found it on like a third-party site. I think it yeah. was like fifteen or twenty bucks. So it's a little bit more now because discontinued. But I always wish there was an expansion with it. It was still wrapped when I bought it, so I was like, whatever. I don't care if someone else owned it for a while. And uh, other than that, is Space Team. Oh yeah, uh, I like Space Team a lot. Space Team's a lot of fun. It's uh, I've only played it a few times, but it's uh, it's unfortunate that it does need an app to be like. You don't have to. Say, I don't remember using an app. You can use like that little uh, dial. Just a timer, the right? timer. Yeah, okay. But the app is more intense. It just adds like a clock and like... Got it. Tempo. And uh, 
I don't know. That's a good one because the issue with some of the social deduction games is you just start screaming at each other, trying to lie to each other. And I don't I don't often find that super fun. Who can be angrier? Yeah. And with Space Team, you're screaming because you you know, you're screaming because you have to, but you're not screaming at anyone and it seems to flow better than some of the other ones. You're trying to fix a ship together. Yeah. But at the same time, no one knows what like a a fluxionator is <laughs> and it looks like a weird beehive yeah. with a tube <laughs> it's such a that's a fun game there's also a digital version of it that you can play oh, really? on phones yeah how, I wonder how that would work because like you, you have to move and you have to switch places and hands I don't yeah, know I don't know uh, Citadels is on my list I don't know oh if you oh my were. gosh I actually forgot Citadels such a good game it's a great another game. really cheap one you can still pick that up for under 15 what's uh, the difference between the I've seen him all over the place. There's a big one. There's a giant one. It's giant. You can say giant. It's such it's, a dumb it's big a box. Huge box. But what's in it? I don't think there's anything different. Because mine's like, I actually like a deck of cards. Searched harder to find the smaller one because I uh, didn't want the big box, and I ended up finding it locally, which was nice. But yeah, I I think I looked and I legit couldn't think of anything different other than everything was just in a bigger box. I like that game because. The more people you do play with, I think the better it gets. And yeah. not just like playing the game, but like the fact of choosing the king or the thief or because there's like high valued ones and no one really ever takes the thief if there's like three people because it's like, oh, who's going to get the king? But when there's like five, the odds are, odds are pretty good. Yeah. I don't know. It's such. Yeah. I, I legit don't know what's the difference between the big box eight players can play it i've seen it everywhere yeah the big box is way more popular but i don't know maybe why it's just big and it fits on the shelf yeah, maybe uh, are the tokens big like they, they must be larger i don't I, I legit don't know i'm just guessing at this point <laughs> but i didn't want it so i bought the small one i think the only one that i haven't mentioned uh was wingspan but i think you mentioned it yeah for under, under five. five but i mean it's playable to five but legit, I, just, I will play that whenever I can. So. Is it playable to five? Yeah. One to five? Interesting. I don't think I ever play with five people. Then <laughs> I, mean, I don't have five friends very often, so definitely don't play with five very often. But <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, the small games from before, are there any small games you grab as like a precautionary measure <laughs> in case you play a board game? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always grab games. Even if we we're like going out to dinner with someone, I like grab a game just in case. Like maybe we play a game afterwards. My wife sounds like you don't need to bring any games. I'm like I'm gonna bring a game. <laughs> yeah, you have you have an emergency. It's waterproof and floats. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you have an emergency in case box in your car that you keep. That's for board games. Yeah, and it usually has a handful of games in it. I usually bring it to weddings. We, also, we played it at, at a friend's wedding. Yeah. It helps the wedding. I mean, it always makes it better. Uh, but quicks would fall into that for me again. It's something I always grab just in case. Um, wedding themed. I always, not themed really, but sort of wedding themed. I always bring love letter. I don't know about wedding themed. Yeah, you're trying to pass your letter to the princess because you love her. You want to marry her? I don't know. <laughs> I have the traditional one, but I played the Batman one, which is a lot of fun. So you're trying to pass your letter to Batman, which is great. But <laughs> it's funny. I uh, I put Lovecraft letter 
which is the same game, but it's Lovecraftian. Oh, okay. It's Cthulhu. Got it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I played Batman and I played the normal. Uh, Pass the Pigs. A oh, yeah. Stupid game. That's We played that for probably way too long at a friend's wedding recently. It has an app. You don't need it by any means, but it just tells you how many points everyone has so you don't have to remember, which makes it a little bit easier. Uh, let's see. I like to bring just dice. Liars dice. Yeah, just normal dice to play liars or pirates dice, however you know the game to be called. Such a fun game. Such a good game. Pretty much anyone. You don't really need to know how to play games. So we had the whole table at the wedding playing liars dice with us. Yeah. Not too long ago. And no one really knew how to play to begin with, except for us. So yeah. Everyone caught on immediately. Yeah. It's not there's a, hard there's game. a few issues here and there. You know, people tr- not remembering what they can bid next, but yep. overall, it's not a problem ever. Uh, Iota is another one. I don't know. You probably never even played Iota. I don't know what that is. It's the teeny. Oh, what do they say on it? It was a little saying. It's in this little tiny, like two inch by two inch tin. It's a tiny little game. And it's just full of cards <laughs> and the rule book, but cards that have either they're four different colors and four different shapes and then four different numbers so you have a one two three four you have a circle square triangle and a cross and then i think it's blue green red yellow i think it's the four colors and you play it i mean you have to lay them out on the table i would say kind of like a crossword or like scrabble maybe but everything in the row that you play either has to be the same or everything has to be different. So you can play three cards down or four. If you have four, four is obviously the max. But if you have three cards, you play three circles. Doesn't matter what color they are as long as they're all the same or all different. The numbers don't matter as long as they're all the same or all different. So you can play three circles that are all ones that are all different colors. Or you can play three different colors. This comes in a tiny, tiny tin. Tiny, tiny tin. I would grab it, but we actually just wrapped it up for Christmas because the other one wasn't going to get here in time. We bought it for someone who I don't think listens. Oh, this comes out after Christmas, so it's fine. <laughs> um, I don't think they listen on a normal basis, but we bought it for someone for Christmas and it's not going to, it got delayed through it, our shipping. And so we're not going to have it. So we actually just wrapped ours up and gave it to, <laughs> to them instead. I mean, it works. So I can't even show it to you because it's over the, under there under the tree somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a little tiny tin. It takes up this whole kitchen table by the time you're done with it. Wow. Because uh, you like, because you, there's a bunch of empty spots. We'll have to play it. It's a lot of fun. I'm excited. It was cheap. We just randomly found it at the toy store downtown. Yeah. We went into the toy store one time and it was like an $8 game or something. And we're like, oh, whatever. Let's buy that. I think Game Right might make it. And we, we bought it and it was fun. And Zombie Dice. I guess I grabbed two. Zombie Dice? Have you not played Zombies Dice? I... It's a push-you-luck dice rolling game. I'm trying to think. So it comes in this giant cup, which it doesn't need. Which I actually was just recently trying to Google to see if I could find one without the giant cup because it takes up so much space. And you get, I'm going to say nine dice. I don't know if that's the right number. But there are footprints, gunshots, and maybe that's it. Footprints and gunshots. <laughs> and there's three different colors. There's like green, yellow, and red. And the point, like the red, you die the most often. So if you get shot, I think three times, you, you're done. But you can cash out beforehand. I guess there must be skulls because you have to get skulls, I think, to get points. And you just roll the dice, but you don't get to see which ones you're grabbing. So you grab like three dice out of the cup 
and then you roll them and then you can see the color so as you push your luck you decide like okay i see most of them are green on the table which means most of the ones left are gonna have more deaths than it so i'm gonna keep my score and not go any farther interesting i don't think we played that We'll, we'll play it after this. It's super easy, and it's just fun. A little push-you-luck game. But it does come in, like, a weird, kind of a bigger cup. Like, the size of, like, a like a, maybe a can of soda, but a little bit taller. So it's a little bit of a weird size game for, like, literally like 9 or 10 dice. So I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> and a lot of my games, when I hit small games that I would bring anywhere, were games that would not take up a lot of space. These are all small. Uh, the, the, the one you mentioned before said so they could retire the table. While playing it, it takes up space, but it only comes in a tiny little box. Right. This game could fit in my pocket. It just <laughs> needs a table. But, like, I, I picked out a lot of games that were, uh, were small to store and small in the stature of when you're playing, there's not a lot of space Got you need. Like, uh, Love Letter. Yes. So Don't we, even need a table, we, technically. We played it in the woods on a stump. Yeah. And we only did it because we needed a par- place to put our discard pile. Yeah. Um, we played it, like, while standing, like, sitting in a wedding. Like, so it was, like, two rows of us playing Love Letter. That's amazing. Pass cards back and forth. Uh, I have Liar's Dice. I love Liar's Dice. It's such a good game. It is. Um, and you can always mix it up, too, and play it. I've seen people play it with ones, not as wilds. Oh, okay. Which I think is weird. That is weird. Do they play sixes wilds, or do they just not do a wild? I just, I've seen it not do a wild. It makes the statistics easier, right? Yeah. The game fast. Yeah. Everyone's going to lose. That's true. <laughs> uh, I like the ones being wild. I think that makes the game a lot more intense. Yeah, I would agree. And it also makes the math a little bit more i mean it's not hard math to figure out the statistics but you have to think not not only does everyone have you know five dice but there's potentially two outcomes on each dice instead of just one outcome so instead of a one in five you one in ten the mind i did put here because i like the mind a lot i have a problem with it i don't know if i'm good at it or bad i don't think anyone's good at it but it's so hard not to cheat. It is really hard not to cheat. Because everyone just kind of like puts their hand out and waits. And then like puts a card down. Everyone's like, ah, okay. And then next, I put uh, Welcome to the Dungeon. That is a good one. We recently, nah, I guess it's been a few years. I say recently because I forget about like the two years of COVID that we have dealt with now. Yeah, because we haven't camped in two years. Camped, I think, once last year. Yeah. We did, we did, we did. But yeah, that's a good one. I have the expansion to that. Welcome back. To Welcome the back to the dungeon, which I've never played because I bought it literally right before the pandemic. And here we are. <laughs> I also have uh, Dungeon Mayhem, which I don't think you've ever played. I don't think I've ever even heard of that. Uh, dungeon Mayhem's really, really cool game that I got turned on by a, a friend. Is basically you pick like there's like a there's a there's a rogue, paladin, a berserker, and a, a mage. And you all have health and stuff, and you have cards. And the whole point is you just play cards to try to knock your opponent down to zero. It's really fast, and there's, like, combos and everything else, and they all have a specific play style. And when you look at it at the very top level, you're like, it's pretty easy. But when you start playing it with people, 
it gets real competitive because like the minute you're like I'm gonna hit this guy, but now the free for like is there free turns? for all? Okay, and you do take turns. Okay, so you like I can't just play cards because no, to, like it's kind of like you wait you, till your turn yep. and you play your action. And you can do shields and you can heal and uh, it's all about being like, okay, I can attack you, but then now you're gonna probably want to turn on me because I hit you and you hit me something harder, and. Eh. It's a really good game. And they have an expansion now of like a deck of like 12 additional people, which is crazy. Oh, we saw that when we were in Ohio together. Yeah. I just Googled it as we were. As I own the I own the small one. I just don't own the big I just one. I saw the box and I was like, oh, we saw that when we were in. And you were talking about it. But yeah, I've never played that. Well, I think it's a good game to play. The problem is you can't play with two people. You can. It's just gonna be really boring. You go back and forth. <laughs> it's like playing Munchkin with two players. It's like you can do it, but no one wants to. This is kind of like, I guess. <laughs> I think finally would be uh, Dixit. Oh, that's such a good one. I didn't even think about putting that on there. You don't even need the box. No. Just bring a deck of cards. <laughs> yeah. They're, I mean, they're a big deck. Like it's tall. It's big, but it, I mean the box is the box is way bigger than it needs to be. It's I mean the huge. score. The scoreboard is really nice in the box because it like explains all the rules again. I, I love Dixit and I love that you can play with anyone. Uh, I introduced it to a group of people. It took five minutes for me just to explain the rules and we were playing. Yeah, it's so fast. It is. It's a fast. It, I mean, it's a lot like Mysterium, just simple. Simple and because it's simple, it can be more fun. Also, I think problem i have with dixit is simply uh i'd rather play mysterium <laughs> nothing wrong with dixit i think it's great but if i had to choose and I, if i had a group of like three or four people and i had to choose one i'd probably play mysterium yeah i yeah it, it depends on the group the, the like we theme said at the beginning of this like sells it. the theme and the the gameplay of, of mysterium is just better but if you're playing with three other people who aren't super into board games oh yeah mysterium is probably too could be too much I guarantee it'd be too much. There's and too much so going it's, on. It's like Dixit is like that next level down, and it's the same level of joy for me almost. So it's like just a little bit easier, but it's also because it's such a visual game and how everyone interprets things. It's always interesting every time you play it. Yeah, it's always different. Always. And I think that's a cool way. That's how it's different. It's not. It's not that the game's like the game is like random, but the people you play with make the game different. So what games, when you're sitting on the couch watching TV with your wife, what games are you thinking about and not thinking about whatever else you should be thinking about? <laughs> your Hall Pass games. So we have, me, you and I. Problems. We have problems. <laughs> uh, we also have problems in the sense that when we get, I'll say addicted <laughs> to something, we tend to go really, really hard. That is right now a couple of games. Um, I figured you were going to say these. I actually left them off my list, but not because that's not true, just because I knew you were going to them up. <laughs> so, uh, Unmatched, which is a game you uh, introduced that you bought on a whim. Yeah. Which... I, I still, like, I went to this random, so luckily my wife is fairly into board games. So whenever we travel, I Google, we Google two things, board games nearby and record stores nearby. And we go to those two items, <laughs> usually buying something from the store. That's where I got poo. But I just, I always like, I always want to buy a game from someone just when I go in. Yeah. 
unmatched I saw in California. And it was like just, I think it was Robin Hood and Bigfoot. I was like, what is this game? I've never heard of it. I don't know the producer. I don't know the designers. Like, why is Robin Hood fighting Bigfoot? Is it Robin Hood and Bigfoot? Is it Little Red Riding Hood? Yeah, Little Red Riding Hood. I think it's Little Red Riding Hood, which like, is more random. Like, why are these people fighting? Like, what are they? Un they're unmatched. Like, it clearly is unmatched. Like, Bigfoot's this huge monster who apparently, I mean, exists because we're in northern Michigan. Clearly is a real thing. <laughs> but, like, it's, I saw it and I put it back down. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. And I started Googling it later. And I was like, this game looks so much fun. And there's so many options out there. And so far, it's been so much fun. <laughs> we have, I mean, you have uh, Bigfoot, King Arthur, yeah. Robin Hood, Sinbad, Medusa, Little Red Riding Hood, Alice, Alice in Wonderland, yep. Dracula, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. It's, so, and it's such a fun game. It's Deadpool. Uh, I like that every single character you play themed is themed and perfectly feels like you're playing that character yeah bigfoot moves you can't find him because he, yeah. he's always moving and he hits hard and he hits he, hard he with swings a, a very big stick <laughs> some would call a tree <laughs> uh alice has the the jabberwocky the jabberwocky as a sidekick yeah i do find myself thinking i did have that one on my list i didn't think that's the one you're gonna bring up first i'd have that on the list i I think about that game often and, and thinking about, you know, different maps. I'm in a few different groups on Facebook now that like people are again, way more creative than me, like coming up with custom decks and like people who don't have official decks are making, someone made a Santa Claus deck, which I was like, that's amazing. That's so cool. I wonder if you can get like a 3D printed mini of it. And if only I had someone that had a, th oh wait, you have a 3D printer <laughs> and you never use it. It's not true. It's somewhere in my basement. <laughs> it's holding something up. I often find, and we, I think we've talked about it now on at least three categories, but I find myself thinking about Wingspan. Mostly like thinking about why I wish I didn't wait so long to buy it. Thinking about the expansions, like the acrylic food tokens that you can buy. Just, it's seriously within probably top three of my games now. I saw someone made a birdhouse like a legit one for the dice tower and i was like that looks really cool yeah <laughs> it's just such a good game i find myself thinking about it i've played it solo i've played it with people it's I, really good it's just so have you played it one player yet i have not uh most Stop having so many friends <laughs> it's not my friends trust me <laughs> it's the fact that uh so my wife has a couple of hobbies one is birds she really likes birds. So of course, when I got Wingspan, she was like, oh, there's birds in this game. And she got real addicted. So I have not been able to find a time once where I'm like, I'm gonna open this game up and look at it that she hasn't come over, sat down with like a cup playing. of tea and was like, what are we doing first? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess we're doing this. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is better with more people, not better. It's a better time with more people. It's not a better game with more people. Same but game. Yeah, it's such a good game. It's it's up there. It's really up there. I put like my my family does like Christmas lists and they all because they always want to know what we want. So I put like the acrylic food. <laughs> I put I don't know both expansions. Yes. Was it the Atlantic and 
the ocean in Europe. Oceanic. Yeah. That's what it was. Oceanic. And then food tokens that are like acrylic 3D printed food tokens, so they're not the cardboard ones, like the folded spaces, like box organizers. Oh, the box organizers are so cool. Like, I put all that on my Christmas list. And recently, other than Unmatched, Marvel Champions and Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. We have sunk so much. Time. That's recently I talked about a PDF that I made and shared, and that this is the game I made it for. It's for yep. champions, technically, not for protocol. And just yeah. Just so much fun. We have held we've hosted a few board game nights, Marvel nights, yep. that we like taught the games. Everyone seems to like it. They always walk away buying the only copies the store has. Yeah, sold out of both the stores that we did it at, which is great for them. Uh, I, I do want to uh, to note that any of these things that we're mentioning right now that we're really into are really good. And oh, yeah. if you can get your hands on it, I would at least look into it. I recommend them greatly. Yeah, I mean, other than probably Cheaty Mages, I think they're all still actively in print that I... At least I'm thinking back on the list. Cartographers just had a big box that came out, which looks really sweet. What did I get? I got the old one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got the old one. Garbage yeah. one. Just throw it away. Buy the new one. Might as well. Uh, it just has, I think it came out with an expansion, so you can just buy the expansion. Uh, but the big box fine. has both. After I played a hundred times, I'll get the... Uh, My wife board. bought me on off of, I think, Etsy. Uh, I don't think I've even showed these to you yet. They are stamps. So each person gets oh, a... Oh, so you don't have to draw the yeah, squares? Yeah, so there's like the three or four colors stamp pad and little stamps for each item. So you have a little tree and a little house and you stamp it and then you stamp <laughs> it on the map. So that was one of my birthday or one of my birthday or anniversary gifts. I don't remember which one it was, which they're, they're one day apart. So it's hard to remember which ones are which gifts. It's a gift for her too, though. She loves that game you told me. She does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those are the best types of gifts. The gifts for both. The gifts that keep on giving to yourself. Yeah. But yeah, it was something I opened it up and I saw the stamp pad first and I was like, what is this like four color stamp pad? Like, I don't even know what this could possibly like. It didn't even cross my mind that it was like a random person off of Etsy. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of unfortunate unfortunate about Crisis Protocol and uh, Marvel Champions because they've been out for a couple years. Yeah. Uh, 2019. Yeah, I'll say 2019 at least for both. And what's unfortunate is that was right around, I don't know when Endgame happened. Was it 2019? Or 2020? It must have been 2019. It was before yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. Actually, you're right. It had to have been because... We went to the movies we and saw the movies. It. it wasn't closed. <laughs> um, it's unfortunate because uh, when Endgame happened, in my mind, because I, I grew up, uh, I was a child when I saw The Hulk. That's such a bad movie. <laughs> and, you know, and out, we're adults and old men playing board games when we saw Endgame. Well, I think someone just recently said the first Spider-Man came out 20 years ago. Uh, 20, yeah. 20 well it happened literally right before the uh twin towers okay because that's what cut from the movie that oh, yeah, made they, it they get longer that all out. because the, the promotional for it was that he had webs between it yep um that's yeah, just crazy like i saw the same thing someone's like oh i grew up on these spider-mans and now i have this one or something and i was like it's been 20 wow. years that spider-man came out <laughs> but my point is, it's unfortunate because when Endgame happened, in my mind, that was the true Endgame for all of Marvel to me. 
you know, we've been going at it for like what, 20 years? At least. At least, like you said, and it's a lot. And I'm not that I'm burnt out, but I was like, you know, I'm I'm ready to be like paused. Let's take a breath. Yeah. Um and it ended well. It ended well. It was an ending. Yeah. I feel like they did duo a good solid ending, not like Dexter or Game of Thrones or any of the other <laughs> shows that have <laughs> terrible endings. Dexter New Blood, however, is very entertaining. So is it good? It's been good. Because I uh, oh. did you watch Dexter? I have seen all of Dexter, unfortunately. Wow, because it uh, it doesn't happen often. Usually, people quit around season five. I saw five, and unfortunately, I saw six. Yeah, well, then seven and eight. <laughs> I don't want to keep going. Um, but yeah, nine is New Blood. It's on Showtime, and it's not as so. It's the original writer. Wow, from the first three seasons, which are by far the best three. Fourth is pretty good. Fourth is fine. The Trinity Killer? Is that the fourth? Third. Oh, never mind. That's the, one. Yeah. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah, so the show, and it's been out long enough, so I don't care if I spoil it. Once Rita dies, the show Wait, starts. Wait, Rita died? I'm just kidding. <laughs> the show starts to suck. It does. It Even though Rita yeah. didn't matter, like she had such a small part, like, but once she died, it started sucking, and then it just got worse and worse and worse. So it's the original writer coming back. It's not as good as seasons one through three. Sure. But it's been fun. That's I, good. I've enjoyed it so far. I'll wait. Because <laughs> I, uh, I got fooled before by Dexter. Yeah. So it's like seven episodes are out now. Wow. I think they come out weekly on Showtime. So I want to round back to the, the Marvel discussion. The, the reason why I said it was unfortunate timing was because... Uh, after Endgame, I pretty much was done with Marvel for a while. I still kind of am. I saw Spider-Man. Yeah. He's my favorite hero. But like all the TV series, uh, the Loki, the WandaVisions, um, all the other movies, and I, I'm, I'm done. I just, I don't, I can't. I can't keep putting as much energy into this when like there are other things. Um, I would agree for the most part. I have really enjoyed the TV series on Disney+. Plus. So that's like, awesome. Loki, because the issue that even during Endgame, and it, I mean it's what Marvel is, but the and it, you see it in Champions and in Protocol, but like as the villain dies, he then all of a sudden comes back and he's so much stronger and you can't defeat him again, and then the heroes end up almost dying, and then they come back. Then they come back. I just don't care anymore about yeah, that. That's the <laughs> and like the TV series don't have that as much. So it's worth they're worth watching if you if you haven't. But this all being said, I really wish I would have played Protocol in Champions when it came out. Because now that we're in it, I'm like, this is so fun. Yeah, <laughs> they're really good. They are really good. I haven't played. I know Champions you can play one player. I haven't played it one player yet. Oh wow, uh, which is surprising, but. I'm excited. Yeah, it's always been fun. And we didn't play at the last board game one that we did. No, because we were too we were, busy teaching. There was too many people. Not too many. That sounds bad. There was enough people to play two <laughs> full games. Of there, it. there was too many. I felt bad. Yeah, there was two people who were just watching, but we didn't have a spot to play because the tables were both full. So we yeah. just both taught them, and I left being like, "Oh, that was so much fun!" Like I was like, "That was." I was like, oh, wait, I still want to play. <laughs> yeah, that's the only problem is, like, we walked away, and I was like, <sighs> and that's what I'm thinking about all the time. I love Protocol. I think it's really sweet. I am I'm I come from a Warhammer yeah. backing, so the Marvel Protocol version is a really simplified version, 
and it does it really well. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. When we, we didn't, I mean, we played it a few times, but it's been a lot of fun. And I didn't, do not come from a Warhammer side, and just like the dice rolling and everything in, in Crisis is a lot of fun. The champions, man. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because you're working together. It is such a neat concept of a co-op card game versus a middle villain villain that's just and it gets hard when you get people more people yeah it really does i didn't expect that because we usually just played against each other and this was the first time we had like a lot of people a full yeah. board and uh, i was surprised how hard it got with that many people yeah i feel like the people my table had pretty entry-level heroes my table your table did not and your table struggled because your your heroes are hard and some of them are pretty hard to play you have to for me and i knew what i knew what they did yeah so (laughs) my table and we let them pick we didn't like we didn't just say oh you're gonna be captain marvel what do you want to play is what we said yeah and so my table just happened to pick up good champions well-rounded entry-level champions and i haven't got into the deck building part of that game yet because you can build custom decks for everyone so not not to make this go too long let's kind of end it with the future yeah are there any games that you're looking forward to whether you bought them whether you're waiting for them just something that you're like oh that's coming out soon i can't wait to play it i think the first one on my list i do own you found it for me which i think it was way too cheap uh but night cage Oh, yeah. You found that. Were you in downstate, right? Or were you in Ohio? I was in Ohio, and I was at a a Barnes & Noble because uh, we were waiting for something. Oh, we were waiting for seats at a table, and it was like an hour wait. And we're like, let's just go across the street to Barnes & Noble. I don't want to sit outside. And uh, when we were in there, I I texted you unmatched when I was there. So I'm like, oh, hey, they have these things that are rare. And you're like, pick them up. And then we literally... The week of talked about Night Cage from Gen Con. Yep. Because we, we looked at all the TikToks. I saw it and I was like, wait, that's out already? I don't even know if it was supposed to be out. And I had that on. I actually had to go back and delete that one from my Christmas list. Amazon had it for like $90. It was 40 bucks. I didn't think much of it. It's a big game, big co op game. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's going to be 90 bucks. I hope it's worth it. But yeah, you found it for 40 and I was just like, yep. it was one. Yeah. One copy <laughs> in a weird spot, too. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't even with by the games. It was up front near like the weird, like, uh, where they have like the mugs and stuff. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah, that seems weird. I double took and I... I remember texting you back. I'm like, well, if you want it, like, buy it. But if you don't want it, buy it for me. <laughs> so. uh, but other ones I don't have yet. Some are out. Some are not out yet. Meeples and Monsters looks really fun. Uh, now or Never looks pretty fun. Uh, mind Management looked fun. The Time That You Killed Me. These are all... I think these are all Gen Con games. Yeah. The Time You Killed Me, you playing three different times before past, present, and future trying to figure out when the murder happens that's pretty cool. looks looks fun and uh cascadia which is out i don't have it yet we've seen it several times and you've always been like i want that game yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll end up getting it eventually but i i, I just want to play it that one looks fun how about you uh mine are all kickstarter games which i've already kickstarted pre-order whatever you want to call it uh timelines will be very weird because they usually take like an extra year when they say uh i think my most anticipated one would probably be frosthaven 
Sure. Uh, we've played Gloomhaven with a group, a full group of four. Yep. And we did it for like eight months. Yeah. And uh, it's really good. It has flaws once you play it a lot and you get into a rhythm and you you see things. And I'm really excited that in Frosthaven they've not only expanded the uh, the characters, the abilities, the quests, but they've fixed all those gaps. Yep. And it's yeah, all in. I think I I'm the first one that got burnt out of Gloomhaven. It's just because uh, like once just, you find something broken. Yeah, we all love. We all had new characters, and it just was at a point that it just wasn't. Every ma- every map was different. Every monster was different. Yeah, it just felt like the same every week. And it was during COVID, so we weren't getting together. We were playing virtually, yeah. which probably didn't help the burnout feel. Yeah. But I just I was like I just don't want to do this anymore. Which I mean is fair. We were doing it for uh, every week for eight months. Yeah. Like a while. Yeah. Uh. Other than that, there's some other ones. Uh, don't go in there, which was a really cheap, like haunted house dice tower. Oh game. yeah, you saw that one. The box is the same as like Forbidden Island size, but it just lifts up and it's a tower. And the whole point is like your kids going into a haunted house and you play <laughs> with the dice and the dice are special like ghost dice and they go in dark. I don't know. It was cute. And then um, uh, Senjutsu, Senjutsu oh, which yeah. is like, I thought when I was on there and I found it, I was like, oh, this looks really good. I didn't know that it was like the game that everyone was going for. So I got lucky and got in there at the early bird. But it uh it looks really good. It's just like Japan and it's just like a duel. Yeah. But there's there's decks and there's all these kind of different characters and maps and it just it just looks like a very classic, cool samurai ish some of the ninjas and whatever duel. Samurais fighting each other. And uh hard to go wrong. Lastly would probably be the beast, which um I bought purely off aesthetic. It's uh, a very pretty looking game on Kickstarter. It looks beautiful, and all of the the stretch goals and everything else, all these like all the things that make it look prettier, and it. I mean, at, at its core, you're just a bunch of hunters trying to hunt down a, a beast. Yeah, and there's different beasts, but like you're, there's track and everything else. It looks like a fun game. It's hard to say till you actually play it. Like, I know Frost Table will be fun, right? Because we played Gloomhaven. Yeah. I know what to expect for the most part. I was going to say, are any of these games from people that we know? Um, Don't Go In There makes another game. I think it's called The Canvas. I don't recognize that one. I don't know about Senjutsu. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Beast is a new company. The problem is, they're. it's like a, a company in... Oh, shoot. Where is it? Sweden. So, ah, well, I'm not going to look into it right now. And it's like a new company, but it's like fine. I, I like that it's like fine art, right? The game looks like a really cool fantasy book. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a game. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Those are the games I currently am looking forward to. Uh, I don't really pay too much attention i i wander on to kickstarter and i look at reddit sometimes but most of the time i like the surprise oh about like the gameplay side of it you mean the surprise okay yeah because when you see a game that's like oh hey we want we want like uh a hundred thousand dollars and it goes for five million you pretty much like go oh 
I'm not the only one who thought this was going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I like to be surprised. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it is It is always fun to have, you know, a new company putting something out. There's always that risk, but, you know, that, that is part of it. So hopefully they all, I mean, yeah, but a bunch of those ones you sent me, they all look legit. They look so much fun. So I'm, I'm hoping whenever they do show up that they are fun. I haven't done too many on Kickstarter. I know the Tiny Epic series. I've I've kickstarted a hand some of those, but right. I don't I don't do much. But I think we both have like weekly calendar reminders to tell us to go and look at Kickstarter, <laughs> so we don't forget to like go and check out what might be out there. But yeah, same thing. I don't do too much digging in it. I just kind of go and look for board games and see kind of. I don't even look at like really the funding until I decide if like if it's something I might want. I just kind of look like it's just theme and gameplay look like something I might be into and then I go after it. Well, that's what I do is I, I favorite it and then I come back to it a few days later yeah. and I look at it again and then I come back to it and if I'm like, if I see that it's progressing and I see like, oh, they are, they're interacting, they have like, they actually have like stretch goals. I think if they have stretch goals then that means they've actually had a plan. <laughs> um, just little things like that. But I, I like it. I, I like Kickstarter. I'm a big supporter. There was one recently on Kickstarter that I thought about doing, and I never did it. Oh, the ma- the machine one? Oh, what was it? There was that one, too. No, there was like a racing card game. Interesting. I can't think of the name of it. But yeah, you were like a Tokyo Drift racer, and you like played cards. And it just reminded me of... So I grew up playing like Milborns, which is a French racing game. Okay. Uh, it's a card game and you have to get to like a thousand kilometers per second or something to uh, per hour to win. And there was like flat tires and out of gas cards that you play on your opponents and stuff. And so it looked like an updated, like modern Tokyo Drift themed version of that game. I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. And then the Kickstarter, I think it's called War, World Auto Racing. And it, it's, it was kickstarted. I mean, it's done now. But yeah, it was. It wanted twenty thousand bucks. It got over one hundred and twenty thousand, and so it just like it looked really kind of cool. But I never ended up backing it. But I'll probably it's one of those ones I'll keep an eye out when they actually come to the shelf. And, yeah, I do that too. Up. There's some that I'm like, I don't really want to back it. Not that I don't support it, just because it's like either like I don't want to keep spending more money, or I just don't care enough to get all the extra stuff i'd rather just have like the game yeah and i just favorite it and i wait yeah don't forget yeah it's called war world auto racing it looked kind of cool and like some of the kickstarters look cool but you get, like holographic like shiny cards for your cars and stuff it just kind of reminded me of the game i remember playing growing up and then also like the whole like need for speed era that i grew up playing video games in so it's like kind of hit both those and i was like this looks like it might be kind of cool what's it called cruising usa oh yeah that was good have you played the remake of that no yeah me neither i don't want to i'm no, scared i don't think i want to i just don't even i played like what's the forza 5 or whatever that just came out recently it was fun but like i was like i don't i just don't care it's really hard for me to sit down and like play a racing game a racing any really any mario video kart, game mario kart's good yeah mario kart's fun but I digress. So, happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Uh, we'll be back again every Wednesday. Uh, we have Suro coming up soon. And like we've said, I think a bunch in this episode, we have Dixit coming up soon also. Yeah. So we'll go over those. And I think that's all I have. That's all I got. Drive safe. Be safe. 
You can find our page on Instagram at where is the rulebook or email us at where is the rulebook at gmail.com. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating on your podcast app today. This season is sponsored by TC Paintball, local to Traverse City, Michigan. TC Paintball is a paintball, airsoft, tabletop, card, and board game store that excels at bringing in the community to enjoy all of our hobbies. But all of these games are either owned by one or both of us and are not paid sponsorships. Also, to all of our listeners, you can receive 10% off all board games and 15% off the featured board game each month just by mentioning Where is the Rulebook? And a huge thank you to John Ransom for making our theme song and the music you listen to while we're playing the game. And if you love that song as much as we do, check out Jack Pine for more music with John. Thanks for playing.